Today we reviewed the beloved sitcom classic, Hello Larry, which lasted from 1979 to 1980. Larry Elder is a 44-year-old divorcee in Portland, Oregon, raising his two teenage daughters and hosting a call-in psychology radio show. It wasn't even psychology. (laughs) He just talked about random garbage. Today we watched Season 1, Episode 4, titled The Hitchhiker. Welcome to Torture Vision. She killed it. She killed it. Oh my god. Oh my god. I didn't mean for her to kill it. I, I just wanted it to be quiet. It was a baby. She, she smothered her own baby. You son of a why did you make me remember that? Hello, my name is Anthony, and this is my co-host, Brandon. Hello. And uh, I don't even know where to start. The the actor's name... Mc, McLean. McLean Stevenson, the guy from MASH. Apparently, this is after the war. <laughs> no, he didn't survive after the war, remember? His, his uh, plane got shot Oh, down. did he die in MASH? Yeah, that's why Colonel Potter took over. He was going to go home, and then like his uh, his helicopter got shot down. Oh, so then this, either is, way, he this was, is pre-war. Right, either way, he was out <laughs> of the show. But... Uh, and so I don't think it's the same character, though. <laughs> no, no, no. But sometimes actors play different characters. I would want to go kill myself after, like this family. I've only seen one episode of this so far, but um, my God, if if they make another joke about rain in this episode, it would have been like unwatchable. It really would have been like that, and the amount of telephone calls that they made. Um, but like, okay, so what's the first reaction you have for this TV show? Like, I've never heard of it. <laughs> That's why I said beloved sitcom classic or whatever. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I never knew this existed either. Uh, I was just like, you know, searching, searching through the internet, diving deep into the rabbit hole. And I discovered that this existed and, um, and then I heard about the hitchhiker episode. So I thought, oh, this is going to be good for for what we're doing so so yeah well, that's why we watched it and um my first note is i just wrote proto fraser because <laughs> 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 this seems like like it was a um a really horrible pilot for fraser's episode you know the fraser crane show yeah that's funny how many seasons did this uh uphold before it got canceled two surprisingly two. Yeah. Again, I'd never heard of this before. And especially with uh, you know, McLean Stevenson, you would think that uh it'd be more popular. But no. It was in it was there and gone in a year. Yeah. It was filmed after MASH though, looking at his age. Is that right? I believe so. Yeah. Seventy nine to eighty, yeah. Yeah. Um so just for my mind it was, you know, <laughs> before yeah, MASH, Mash before was, went to war. <laughs> MASH was, uh, ran from 1972 to 1983. Yeah, and he's a, he's a radio oh, you know talk what? show host. That's funny. 1972 to 1983, the Hello Larry was 79 to 80. Maybe he left MASH to start Hello Larry. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> First he died in the helicopter, then he died in Portland. 
<laughs> so like the other uh guy in the radio um uh building whatever the radio show um is like the fattest guy i've ever seen on television i thought he was wearing a fat suit but you told me no like he's really he's just that big in real life yeah george mamoli and it's non-stop fat jokes like like i don't think we've if we watch anything filmed recently like even the biggest people the heaviest people on tv i don't think any of them were as big as this guy um no i i really did think that it might possibly be a fat suit because it was he was so big and um i thought like well maybe they just threw a fat suit on a regular guy so that they could just goof on fat people the entire time but no he, he was really fat and like they would do a fat joke and then they would like take a break to do a fat joke <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man so the uh, the main character's name in this show what's what's his name Larry Alder. Yeah, Larry. Yeah, yeah, it's in the fucking title. I don't know why I caught that. Um, <laughs> he divorced uh, his wife, and then they moved to Portland, Oregon from L.A., right? Yes. <laughs> that, that was established maybe 10, 15 times. <laughs> this, was, this was almost like, I thought it was a pilot episode. If I didn't know any better, like I knew yeah. that this was episode four, but they treated it like a pilot they yeah. said everyone's name numerous times, so you get to know the characters. They, they explained his move. Well, yeah, you you didn't retain <laughs> that information, but I did. Uh, they they talk about his move from Los Angeles to Portland nonstop. Yeah, it's just it keeps like if you cut if you took all those those mentions out, uh, the the movie or the the episode would have been like ten minutes shorter. <laughs> but he's like. He moved to to be um like this is like the se- or episode 4 of uh, season 1, right? So like he- <laughs> so so what were those first episodes exactly. like? <laughs> were they were they continually mentioning the move? <laughs> like the daughter, the oldest daughter, she was so uh traumatized from the move and she was so homesick that that's all she ever talked about to the point where like that's why this is called the hitchhiker is uh is she tries to hitchhike from uh, Oregon to uh, to L.A. and because she like can't afford the plane ticket or the train or the bus, so she's like, "Oh, a hitchhike," and like that's how this piece of shit was born. But um, yeah, those first three episodes, like if she was that homesick, it, it only gets like better as time goes on, right? Like you slowly get overcome your homesick. Um, so, like, those first three episodes were worse than this? <laughs> she was just, like, it, like laying down on the floor in the fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't even a character no. yet. <laughs> she was kind of like a prop. We we have to watch more of this, I have to say. I like, kind of want to watch the first three episodes <laughs> that predate this one. Well, I don't know if we want to go that far. But, yeah, we want to watch We want to watch more of this. Like, like maybe at least that first episode. Um, because yeah, like that doesn't make sense. She's that homesick. I I don't know though. Like it, sitting through more of this is going to be tough because I I wrote down one of the jokes, and the jokes are so bad. There's only like maybe three or four legitimate jokes, and uh, they weren't even all that great. 
and most of them were at that fat guy's expense. <laughs> yeah. But um, which was only funny because I can't believe they said those jokes. Right, <laughs> they were so insensitive. <laughs> but here's a joke: like um, the the character Ruthie was just like the thirteen year old. She's supposed to be the young daughter, and then you've got Diane, the old daughter. Which to me feels like they it look should exactly be the, other. the same. Though. Yeah, but they act like it's the other way around. Yeah, but the the thirteen year old is supposed to be the immature one. Um, she's talking about Diane's love interest with uh, this guy Michael, who lives back in Los Angeles, who sent her a box of sand because he's so romantic. Right, because they met on the beach or something. <laughs> who cares? Yeah, Ru- I'm done Ruthie. with my notes. By the way, Are I, you? I told you everything I wrote down. Wow. <laughs> Ru- Ruthie says, "Puppy love is so dumb," and her father says, "Yeah." But remember, puppies can get hurt, too. That was supposed to be a joke. I guess that's true. And I, I, I don't get it. And <laughs> puppies that's the can way most... get hurt, Brad. I, I also wrote down, like, <laughs> he, she says something, and he goes, well, tough tallywhackers. <laughs> that was supposed to be a joke. <laughs> the audience laughed like crazy. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I, maybe it meant something more back in... 79. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about um his skank wife, um ex-wife. <laughs> right. Like we we don't know how you said earlier like uh she divorced him or he divorced yeah. her. So we don't know any backstory. But he got the kids. And this right. is like like he had the right to move, so that means he got full custody. It's not shared custody. Um she must be a like a heroin addict or something bad like She's hitchhiking across the country. Well, that's, that's... Uh, giving blowjobs or something. Oh, you're saying the mother. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, like it had to have been bad. I want to know that story. Like, hey, maybe I don't suppose, that's episode one. I was just gonna say, I don't suppose they talk about that in the first two episodes, do they? Three. They, I have no idea. Again, I've never seen this show before. <laughs> never heard of it. But um, yeah, I, I doubt they give you any any information on what happened there. It was like. Um, Full House. What do you know when that came out? Full House. And in the nineties, early nineties. Yeah, Full House. Uh, Nineteen eighty-seven is when that started. Uh, um, you didn't hear about what happened to the mom in Full House until like season seven or something really? like that. And then it was like, oh, she was a drunk driver. <laughs> was she? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I doubt Hello Larry had the time. To, to get to that. It was it was unimportant. Yeah. They just wanted to show some guy who was completely clueless on how to raise daughters and it was you know, comedy ensues, but it doesn't. Um his his radio show, I wrote down, was the world's worst radio show. Yeah. I have nothing to talk about, so let's take phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically it. And they range from like uh one, I saw UFOs. Yeah, one woman talks about aliens. <laughs> Um, and then one super angry caller calls up about like, uh, hitchhiking. He's like, I got, what, three, four daughters, and they're all hitchhikers. <laughs> they all like to hitchhike for fun because there's no video games, no internet. <laughs> and uh, This is the only time you actually feel for Larry because he's like, well, I don't like hitchhiking either. But he defends it because, like, he's defending the law, I guess, and, like... Well, he doesn't really defend it so much as he's, like... I'm not saying that that's accurate. I'm just saying that's what his bitch boss said, so that's why they kicked him off the air to go to a commercial. 
Um, again, the the TV show sucks, and I don't know why. Radio. Well, no. Oh no, both, no, no, no! The TV both. show and the radio show <laughs> yes. suck. Yes, right. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know why, but I want to watch more of this train. It's like wreck. watching, yeah, watching a train wreck. Which which goes me into like I know you probably have more notes. Which when you were writing those down, I couldn't believe you had more to talk about of this shitty TV show well, than I did. But I would rate this TV show as bad. Okay. Um, I wouldn't give it an abortion. Yeah, it's just it's mediocre at best. Uh, the only reason that um, it's even worth talking about, so to speak, is, is um, the ending. When we get into the meat of like uh, this, this character Diane, she wants to go meet Michael, her boyfriend, who lives in Los Angeles. She's in Portland, so she's gonna hitchhike to meet him. She she goes out, hitchhikes, and it, you know she tells her her sister Ruthie that she's gonna go hitchhike. That's how we know what she's up to. And then the whole rest of the episode is worrying about where she is. We get the cops. And involved. Who's raping her? Right, and that's why that's that's why I said this, this is worth talking about because she doesn't get raped, but um, when she does come home, her father yells at her and he says, "You could have been kidnapped and raped." And I was kind of surprised that they use that kind of language on this show. <laughs> but then um, the policeman who who found her and escorts her back home, he says, "I mean, the, oh, this show is so stupid." Uh, he says that. Um, I guess we have to go back even further, unfortunately. Uh, R- Ruthie says, she calls the cops and says that uh, her sister has pot in her um, suitcase. He he is informed that, yeah, that she's got marijuana in uh, her red suitcase. Because Ruthie thinks... Which is thinks... what the, the sister thought that maybe we can like find her faster if I tell the police she's, you know... Drug trafficking, right? Because <laughs> because a missing child isn't enough. Yeah, exactly. Police don't care about missing children, so let's make <laughs> up a fake drug charge. Yeah, which you know, <laughs> part of me like thought that that was clever. That only because that was the most clever thing of the episode <laughs> that happened. Oh, I thought it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible, but you know, like that's why I thought that the younger daughter was actually older because, like, she actually thought of that idea. Um, but the cop was like overly uh, angry. He was something like when he dropped off the daughter. He's like, "And who are you?" And like, he's gonna fill out a report. Like, I'm pressing well, because these charges. He's been told that she's a drug dealer, but he knew that she had nothing once they like looked it up, and then. Um, like they were like, oh, hey, thank you, officer, and he just closes the door. Well, like it I was mean, all that build up for nothing. No, he 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 didn't. He he was still determined that that asshole cop was still determined to find some kind of drugs on her, and that's why I wrote down what he said. And this this sounds maybe I'm just uneducated on pot use. Um, he says she had uh, like he picked her up because she might have had hallucinatory cannabis on her <laughs> hallucinatory cannabis i want like, to smoke that, a, that. <laughs> is that a real thing um okay so technically um in my college class we have um it was my psychology class i think um in one of our textbooks regardless what it was um in the drug classifications thc which is in marijuana 
is technically labeled a psychedelic. Yeah. Mm. So that's what he was. That's what he was saying. Yeah. Hallucinatory cannabis. People and then, don't see shit on on smoking pot, and and part of me wonders if that was like a scare tactic or whatever. Yeah, but... it sounded that that term sounded straight out of reefer madness. <laughs> yeah. Also, with the term like uh, earlier, Ruthie called the pot. She said silly smog. Yeah. I was <laughs> what like, is what? that? I've never heard that either. That's what I'm going to call it from now on. Didn't you know that, Brad? (laughs) Never heard of Silly Smog, and I never heard of Hello Larry. Um, That's the best thing out of this episode. (laughs) No, actually, I think the best thing was uh, the father. So uh, at the very end, he says... Is this your iconic scene? (laughs) Yes, this would be the iconic moment of this episode, is uh, is what made the sitcom famous. (laughs) It's when uh, McLean Stevenson tells his daughter, he says, you could have easily been kidnapped or raped. And then he proceeds to say, like, if you must go back to Los Angeles, if you absolutely have to go back and visit friends and family back there, I will give you bus fare. It's like, really? So you're going to just let your daughter go alone on the bus. That's okay. Getting Hitchhiking's raped. bad, but like, she, there's no way she would ever get kidnapped and raped if she went on the bus trip <laughs> alone from Oregon, from Portland to Los Angeles. Hey, getting raped on the bus is much better. <laughs> but no, your statistics probably go way down than hitchhiking. It's a it's a girl, a young, attractive girl, all alone. Whoa! She's, speak for yourself. She's going, <laughs> she's, she's traveling uh, a long distance. She gets off at a bus stop. The bus driver doesn't care. He's just you know just taking someone from point A to point B. And then you got some some perv guy on the bus who like he's been watching this girl for miles and miles. He just could easily get off at the same bus stop and then attack her when the bus drives away. Yeah, yeah. I don't see how that's any safer. Um, there's more witnesses, maybe. I, I, I'll admit that I, I think it's safer than hitchhiking. I mean, you can't argue with that. Like, you're using <laughs> the word safer. It's still, like, dangerous. When Larry heard that, for the very first time he heard that uh, Diane had gone, he didn't jump to um, the... Uh, hitchhiker he didn't he didn't think that maybe she was hitchhiking he said and i wrote it down said maybe she just went down to the corner and i'm thinking alone she went down to the corner alone to pick up the dry cleaning or something (laughs) right it's like she could have been attacked and raped then too (laughs) you can be raped anywhere you are correct Kind of how, like, like, it happened in our living room while we were watching this piece of shit TV <laughs> show. <laughs> I'm just saying, why? how is hitchhiking so dangerous, but going alone everywhere else isn't? It seems like they didn't really learn much yeah. in this episode. But that that's it. That's the end of my notes, too. <laughs> Thank <all> God. <laughs> now, it definitely... Uh, deserves a bad movie rating. Yeah, I would say so. Okay, and... Um, What's um what's the next TV show on our list? Um we're going to do that Mr. Belvedere episode where the mother gets addicted to speed pills. Sweet. Sounds like a a good show to me. Oh, it's it's a train wreck. I've actually seen this one before and it's it's terrible. <laughs> awesome. New to me and um here's our favorite clip of the show. 
Ruthie, what makes you so sure the police are going to find Diane? Well, in the first place, I talked her into taking the red suitcase. And then I told the police it was full of pot. Pot? Grass, marijuana, weed, silly small. All right, all right. When did you become such an expert? Dad, I'm 13. Man, when I was 13, I was still trying to catch birds with salt. 